Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life. This is the podcast that seeks to inspire you to take control of your mind and your mindset, to go forward and live the life, build the life that you deserve to live. We're talking about finding the solutions to our problems within. So this is episode two in a three-part series of making mindfulness useful and usable to you as best I can. The way I'm working with mindfulness, I'm trying to share it here in a context that will hopefully help you understand it and hope you make some improvements or continue developing yourself. So in the first episode, you'll recall, I outlined those three mindfulness checkpoints. Those are questions that you can ask yourself at any point when you're falling into stress or anxiety or depression or worry where you feel as though in some way you're losing your center, you're falling away from yourself. Those three questions, those three checkpoints again, am I focused on the present? Am I thinking about what I am doing? And am I practicing self-control? Well, today I want to take those first two checkpoints, those first two questions, and bring them into an everyday real-life experience that many of us uh, can understand And that way you can really get a sense of when to ask these questions, how to ask these questions, and why we are asking these questions of ourselves, right? As we know, we're not rushing to change. We're not rushing to really do anything drastic when it comes to mental health problems. We are, at least in my view, hoping to deepen our understanding of ourselves as a way to begin developing, as a way to start building that better life. So without further ado, Let's take these first two mindfulness checkpoints and put them to work in the real world. Okay, let's take a common everyday example that just about anybody could relate to. You're commuting to work. Now, whether you drive to work or you take transit or perhaps you even walk, you're on the move. There's a time crunch. There's a deadline. You've got to be somewhere. You've got to get going. Now, when you're driving, of course, there's a whole other set of risk factors. There's people who seem to be cutting you off, people who aren't paying attention. And <clears throat> there's really danger at every turn, quite quite literally. Perhaps if you're navigating the train station, the bus terminal, the mall, there's the hustle bustle. There's people everywhere. You've got to move. You've got to think. You've got to apprehend. You've got to... Life is happening at its fullest when we are on the move. But this getting where we need to go is an everyday part of life. We'll do it as long as we're alive. In fact, some stats have shown that in a 40-year career, you would spend one whole year on the commute. So when we're doing something that much, isn't this something we'd like to do well? Something we'd like to do with as little stress as possible? And so it's not uncommon to become stressed out while we're driving. The sun is in our eyes. We're going to be late. Traffic jam. People driving like idiots. Is the bus going to be on time? What kind of people are going to be on that bus when I get there? Am I going to fall onto the train tracks? Any number of risk factors can happen when we're on the move. That can become very overwhelming. So let's put these three mindfulness checkpoints to use. So thinking about commuting, there's the stress of driving. There's the stress of being on time. There's the stress of getting to where we need to go, navigating all these different challenges and risks. It is not uncommon then to be overcome by stress, to begin to have negative thoughts. And like we're saying, you're going to spend a year of your life commuting. Is that something that you want to make a habitually stressful experience? Do you want to spend an entire year of your life under stress? So let's think about that first question. Am I focused on the present? 
And you may say, yes, I am focused on the present. I'm focused on this idiot driving in front of me. All right, well, we'll get to that. If you find yourself coming into a stressful state, what can then often happen is our mind begins to search for issues that it can solve. So we simply must ask ourselves, am I focused on the present? And a great activity or behavior that we can undertake at this point is to start to focus on the present sensation. So when you're driving, truly, and you got to be careful here because we need to focus on the road. So maybe start there, but you feel the steering wheel in your hand. You feel the pedals on your feet. You feel the driver's seat enveloping you. And now you see the road. One thing I love to do is explore just how wide my field of vision truly is. I like to, again, watch what you're doing, but Have that wide field of vision, looking up, looking all around, looking down the road, looking in your mirrors. What can I see? What can I feel? What do I hear? And I would also say too, if what you hear is loud blabber on the radio, consider turning it down just a hair. That sort of incessant, mindless chatter really can drive us into a stressed out state, especially if it's bad news or if it's you know, the idiotic blabber that passes for discourse on the radio. If you find yourself under stress when you're commuting, take that time to ask yourself, what am I focused on? And can I come more to the present and the the feeling and sensation of being a human being operating a motor vehicle? And the same would go with, with commuting or taking public transit, right? And that may be a good time to let your mind wander. But if you find that your mind is wandering into stress or negative thoughts or all these things that have gone wrong or all these things that I have to Come to the present. What can I see? What can I smell? What can I feel around me? It's less about thinking at that point. It's less about thinking and more about the present sensation of your experience. So try it out. You find yourself stressed out doing some simple daily occurrence, become aware of what you're thinking and see if you can't spend a little bit of time thinking about the present sensation of simply existing. So when we choose to focus on what we are currently doing, those negative thoughts and those negative emotions will over time begin to recede into the back of our mind. At least this is what I have found to be the case, especially when attending to posture, to breathing, and to the sensations of simply being or doing. There's really not a lot of room left for what I did wrong last year or what the hell I have to do tomorrow. So I would say part of what I'm working on is coming to the present more regularly and realizing that so many of my problems are in the past and in the future, and in a sense, not real. At least, they're not materially real. Of course, they're in my mind. They're things that have to be dealt with. But if they're causing negative reaction, negative emotion at a time where that is not wanted, here's where that mindfulness checkpoint comes in and we can simply ask, am I focused on the present? All right, the second checkpoint, as I mentioned, is thinking and acting in unison. And, you know, it really does piggyback off the first one we talked about, so I'll keep it really simple. Whether you're driving to work or making dinner with your spouse or cleaning up your room all alone, you will be much more efficient, you will experience much more joy if you are thinking about what you are doing. In fact, I would go so far as to say it is a glorious miracle that I am even alive to be able to clean my room or to make dinner or to do the dishes or to drive to work. And you may not be ready to make that assertion just yet, but when we're talking about mindfulness, it's worth noting that all these things we have to do are not necessarily good times to start ruminating on all these negative thoughts. And it is these negative thoughts that are driving your stress, driving your negative emotion. We're talking about finding times throughout our day where we can stop and come to the present 
give it a rest with those thoughts. It's not going to be easy. And that's why I'm really advocating here to ask these questions of yourself in low stakes, easy, simple times. You're cleaning your room. Sure, that's a great time to think about all the things that you've done wrong in that room. But what if instead of that, you just cleaned your room? You felt how the broom felt in your hands. You smelled how that disgusting artificial cleaner that you're using smells. You're looking at what you're doing. You're watching yourself fold the blanket, put the pen in the cup. It sounds ridiculous, but isn't it ridiculous to be doing something while thinking about something else and making yourself mad? One thing I have discovered, and I come and go from it because it's not easy, is that the magic is in the moment. It lies in our concentrated doing of the thing. The enjoyment stems from our physical apprehension and interaction with the world. Why then do we choose to ruin it with thoughts of things that are not real? And make no mistake, I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever distract yourself in some way while you're doing menial tasks. I'm not saying you shouldn't uh, listen to podcasts or music or, or watch TV while you're somehow sweeping the floor. If you can do it, great. But it is worth thinking about this idea of focus and distraction here. To be unmindful, to be mindless while you're doing these typical everyday things leads, I think, to a habit of distraction. Now think about this. All these common daily things, eating, cleaning, grooming, going to work, being at work, being at school, doing homework. You, we could probably say that a lot of those common everyday things together make up the bulk of the majority of our life. And so you're doing these activities while also distracting yourself with podcasts, movies, music. So we could say, in theory, maybe the majority of our life we're spending distracted. And so I think that that sets us up to want to be distracted all the time. When we need to focus, then it's hard to do so because we're unpracticed. We don't focus. It's like, I don't ever take the time to just drive down the road and think about what it means to focus on driving. I just, I've got the radio cranked up. I'm chugging coffee. Maybe I've got, God forbid, a TV show playing on my phone. I hope, I hope not. I've never focused on driving and I've been driving for 10 years. Now that'd be an insane realization, but it's probably not far off for some people. And again, this show is not about judgment. The worst of the worst things I say on this show were all things that I have done. I'm trying to dig myself out. I'm trying to reach up and find that better life. We set ourselves up to be distracted all the time when we distract ourselves from the easy things in life. When we can't remember what we did last week, it's because well, we weren't really there. We were only halfway there. So consider this. You're always rushing. You're always stressed out. You're always sort of chasing life. Could it be? Could it be because you're doing two things at once? The thing that you're supposedly doing and then all the BS that you're doing alongside of that, the show you're watching, the music you're listening to, the thoughts about something else that you're using to distract yourself. Perhaps you're sad, lazy, not feeling like taking life by the horns. You've got good reason for that and that's fine. But could it be then that Perhaps you're lazily, unfocusedly, slowly row, row, rowing your boat upstream, not aware that you've turned around because we're distracted. You spend all this time thinking about what's wrong or what's been taken from you or what's scary or why you'll, you'll never start. Well, it turns out that you've never started. Turns out that your boat is pointed the wrong way. Something to think about. And this again is where mindfulness comes in. We allow ourselves to distract ourselves 
with our thoughts. Now, our mind is a super powerful problem-solving machine. But if we don't practice focusing, and if we set ourselves up to always be distracted, that problem-solving mechanism runs away. And the next thing we know, we're supposed to be crossing the street and we're thinking about something from five years ago. That is not the time to be doing it. Mindfulness is the mechanism that we use to come back to a focus on our own life, a focus on the present, and a realization that so much of our negativity is created by our thoughts. All right, thank you for listening. Now, please make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast, that you're following us, because in our next episode, we're going to take that third and final checkpoint and again, put it into use in the real world. In the meantime, if this content has been useful to you, please leave a review on your platform of choice. Get in touch with me on Facebook. I would love to hear how mindfulness works in your life. You know, Don't be shy. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. I am simply one real person living and working in Canada. I do have time to, to hear from you if you are listening to this show and making it a part of your life. So until we speak again, please remember that better is possible.